0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to dive right in today and talk about uh, how your mouth is a weapon, using the weapon of your mouth. Let me read to you from Ezekiel chapter 3, and I'll hop around a little bit here. Ezekiel 3.1, Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, eat what you find. Eat this scroll and go speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he caused me to eat that scroll. And he said to me, Son of man, feed your belly and fill your stomach with this scroll that I give you. So I ate, and it was in my mouth like honey in sweetness. Then he said to me, Son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. For you, know, you are not sent to a people of unfamiliar speech and of a hard language, but to the house of Israel, not to many people of unfamiliar speech and of a hard language, whose words you cannot understand. Surely had I sent you to them, they would have listened to you, but the house of Israel will not listen to you. Because they will not listen to me, for all the house of Israel are impudent and hard hearted. Behold, I have made your face strong against their faces, and your forehead strong against their foreheads. Like adamant stone, harder than flint, I have made your forehead. Do not be afraid of them, nor be dismayed at their looks, though they are a rebellious house. Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, receive into your heart, everyone listening, say heart, receive into your heart all my words that I speak to you, and hear with your ears. And go get to the captives, to the children of of your people, and speak to them, and tell them, "Thus says the Lord God," whether they hear or whether they refuse. You know, and the Lord the Lord has patterns of the way He does things, and so you see this here. You you've obviously heard about the importance of confessing Scripture. You know, there's especially if you've been around Pentecostal church or or, or charismatic church or non-denominational church. You know, I'm supposed to speak the word, right? And then there's people who bad mouth it. Oh, it's the name it and claim it, how you just say it enough times. But the key when it comes to faith is getting the word in your heart. Notice how God didn't say, here, go take this paper and read it to them. It was a scroll, right? He, he The scroll is what had the words of God on it. He didn't say, hey, take this paper and read it to the people. He said, take it, eat it, let it get down into your heart and then speak it out of your heart. John six sixty three says, it says, it is the spirit that makes alive. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak are their are spirit and their life. So many people go through faith and they want to be effective in faith, but they don't have the word down in their heart. And so they then they get to confession time, and maybe you've experienced this before, but they get to confession time and they go to like confess the word and it's so dry. You know, you you find 20 scriptures on healing and you start m- confessing, confessing. And after the third day, you're like, man, this is so laborious, Right. Why is it dry? It's dry because you don't have revelation on those scriptures or you're not stirred up. So the way that it's meant to work is you're you're meant to live in the spirit. So when you wake up, if you're going to confess scriptures, if you're going to be effective, you have to use your mouth. You have to activate the word of God with your mouth, but it takes two things in advance. And this will help you. If you hold on to this, this will serve you for the rest of your life. It takes stirring your spirit man up because you're not supposed to speak out of your natural thinking realm. You think you speak out of your spirit. Jesus said, the words that I speak are spirit. So they came out of his spirit and that's why they produce life. It's the same way that God is a spirit and he said, let there be light and they produced. So you could speak a scripture out of your, your thought realm, just your, your carnal mind. Beloved, I wish above of all things you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Brother, beloved, I wish above of all things you would prosper. I had someone ask me in Bible school once, I was talking about confessing scripture and he said, he raised his hand and I said, yeah. He said, how many times a day do you confess that scripture? Uh, that's You're asking the wrong question. That We're not looking for a formula here. This isn't like how many times do you forgive 70 times seven? Jesus was, wasn't saying the exact number is 490. He was saying, you just forgive, you forgive, you forgive, you forgive. When it comes to confession, it's about getting the word in your heart. So if I'm going to confess the word, I'll wake up and I'll pray first. Here, pray with me in tongues. And now what? My spirit man is stirred up. I mean, some people, if you get your spirit man so stirred down, it'll take you more. It'll take you 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes of praying in tongues to get stirred up. But you stir up your spirit man. And then you take a scripture that you've had time to meditate on. You've had time to get it down into your heart. The Bible says in Jeremiah 15, 16, your words were found and I ate them and they became unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. So God didn't just say, go and read the scroll to them. We're not called to just pick up the Bible and read it. I mean, we read it for ourselves, but you're not as a, as a minister, I'm not just picking passages and reading it. I'm letting the word get into my spirit and then I'm preaching out of my spirit, What's become real to me? I endeavored that when I preach, I'll never preach the, something I don't have revelation on. I'm not just like looking for a subject. Oh, I think I'll preach on this. And y- you preach on things that are real to you. Prosperity is real to me. Healings real to me. Overcoming's real to me. Yeah, uh, 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 what's the word? Um, uh, being persistent. Having patience. Enduring. Endurance is the word I'm looking for. That's real to me. And so those are the things that I preach on many times, being consecrated, being sold out, having a love for souls. Those are things that are real to me. So those are things that, that I'm, I'm, those are the things that I, re, that I preach on repeatedly. And then I study the word and I get the word done in my spirit. Go to Ezekiel 37. You know, when you realize that the Lord uses your tongue to get done on the earth, what he needs to get done. I'm going to borrow a story here from evangelist, Jonathan Shuttlesworth. He tells this story about how he was preaching. On the road preaching, and he came back. To, he went came back to Pittsburgh, and he went to a baseball game. And uh, at the baseball game, he um, it was like a midday game, but he was watching. And and they they came over the PA announcer, and they said, "This month is Cancer Awareness Month. So stand to your feet with me." And he just stays seated. Stand to your feet with me, and in honor in honor of Cancer Awareness Month, we want you to say, and 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 they. This is what they had: the whole crowd repeat, "Me or someone I know," and everybody, "Me or someone I know," will be. Uh, affected by cancer. Me or somebody I know will be affected by cancer. And so everyone repeats it. You know, what is that? That's a demonic agenda to get something done. The Bible says in Proverbs eighteen twenty one, is death and life are in the power of the tongue. If you go around saying, man, you know, my dad only lived to 52 and his father only lived to 54, I'd be lucky to make it out of my 50s. You're, you're inviting a curse. Because death and life are in the power of the tongue, you can either give permission to the devil, permission to fear, permission to anxiety, or you can access abundance. You can access joy. You can access boldness. You can access those things by the words that you speak. If you spend two weeks and and you just keep saying, "Well, I hope things go, things go well." I've never really been a uh, I've never really been a very bold person. I'm more of a timid person. I'm more of an introvert. You know, people say these things, right? I just, am I, you know, my personality, I'm more of an introvert. I'm more of a quiet person. I'm not really a people person. I like to be by myself. You say that and, and you'll just propagate that and you'll it'll become even worse. But if you say, hey, I, uh, the righteous are bold as a lion. You know, you can't be wrong when you quote God. You can quote the word confidently. That's why you can, even with pain in your body, sickness in your body, you can say, I am healed. Why? Because the Bible says, by his stripes, you were healed. So the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. Your confession shouldn't just line up with the facts of your life. Your confession should line up with the word. Ooh, somebody quote me on that. Your confession shouldn't line up with the facts of your life. Your confession should line up with the, with the word of God. That's why that's how you move ahead in life. Is you take the word, you you digest it for yourself, and you begin to speak it. Bless God, I'm blessed coming in, blessed going out. The blessings of God are overtaking me, Lord. Because I'm generous, because I I'm, I diligently hearken to Your Word. Your blessings overtaking me. I'm more than a conqueror. And you start to enact and create with your words. Hebrews eleven three says, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. How did God? How did put God put the world in existence? He spoke it. And so that things which are seen, were not made of things which do appear. And so it is for us. We frame our world with our words. People are anxious because they always saying, you know, I'm just worried that, you know, the, the Christmas gift's not going to get to the house in time. I'm just worried. Stop saying you're worried. You want to have anxiety the rest of your life? You, you'll keep saying that. Well, anxiety is a normal part of life. Not, not for Christians, it's not. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer. Yeah, I don't, I don't carry anxiety. I've had a couple chances this last year to be anxious and maybe put one foot over that line and then, and then step back and realize, no, I don't, I don't participate in anxiety. I don't participate in worry. I cast my cares on the Lord. The Lord, I, I signed up. There's benefits to serving the Lord. And one of them is living a carefree, sorrow-free life. And so God uses your tongue to enact what he wants to get done. This is the message that God gave earth, the dominion of earth to man. So he made it that it was up to man to enforce what God wanted. Psalm 115 verse 16 says, the earth, excuse me, the heavens, even the heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he gave to the children of men. I say it this way. God God said, okay, Adam, this is your planet. Planet heaven is my planet. Now listen, Adam, I'm not giving you Mars. I'm not giving you Pluto. I'm not giving you Jupiter. I'm not giving you Saturn or Uranus. I'm giving you earth. That's why if man wants to go colonize Mars, you can, you can go have fun. I'm staying right here. God said all authority in heaven and on earth, not Mars. I, I, my authority is here. And so God, God gave it that we would have authority. And if you want things to happen into your life, in your life, you do it by your own tongue by finding it in the word and speaking it out for yourself. Isaiah 55, 10 says, my word will not return void, but it'll accomplish that which I send it to. So it's God's word in our lips. Faith is two parts, belief and action, belief in speaking, belief in rejoicing, belief in singing, belief in action, belief in words, belief in speaking. If there's no action, it's not faith. Faith without a corresponding action is fraudulent. The Bible says in the Passion translation, Ezekiel 37.1, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by all around and behold, they were very many in the open valley. And indeed they were very dry. And he said, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Why? You know, if God, how many know whatever God's going to do, He's going to do whether we like it or not. No, that's not true. God has given dominion to man. Man gave dominion to the devil. Jesus gave dominion back to us. So God's not in control in the earth. God uses people. God has a plan, and but God uses people to get it done. And so this is this is God where God's limited himself on earth. Now in heaven, no sickness, no disease. Everyone's healed. Everyone's provided for. Why? Because that's his planet and he runs the show up there, but he handed this planet to us. And we've got to take, we've got to enforce what his word says. So a day of silence as a Christian is a day of wasted opportunity. You should be moving forward with your mouth. Verse seven. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. And and you can finish the rest of it. It's Ezekiel thirty-seven. But God has placed the responsibility in our mouth. Second Corinthians four, uh, verse thirteen, says. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We believe and therefore we speak. Luke chapter six talks about how out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what you've, what you're talking today is a result of what you've put in your heart yesterday. And then what you'll talk tomorrow is what you've put in your heart today. So if you don't like what's coming out of your mouth, if you have, if you think negative thoughts frequently, change what you're thinking, change. And if you want to change what you're thinking, change what you're looking at. You know, this is actually like a two hour sermon dragged into 15 minutes. So you may need to go back and listen to it again. I'm cramming a lot in here. But the the death and life are in the power of the tongue. So God's made it that you would move ahead with your mouth. You want to see prosperity? Get the word of God in your heart about prosperity. You have to make an adjustment and say prosperity is for me. Bless God. That's my inheritance. If those prosperity, pr- prosperity scriptures aren't for me, who are they for? The apostle Paul ain't here anymore. God, uh, Acts 10, 34 says, God's no respecter of persons. So if they're not for me, who are they here for? So this is what I do. I wake up, pray in tongues, stir myself up. Lord, I thank you. This is the day that you have made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. What are those words doing? They're creating. They're full of power. Oh, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Lord, your name is greatly to be praised. Father, I thank you because I obey you and serve you. I spend my days in prosperity in my years and pleasures. Lord, the path of the justice is as a shining light. It shines more and more into the perfect age. Lord, You perfect day. Lord, you said that because I serve you, I would be, uh, I would be still bringing forth fruit in a ripe old age. I would be healthy and flourishing or fat and flourishing. Lord, you said as my days are, so shall my strength be hallelujah lord as long as i'm alive i'm gonna have strong days i'm not gonna have any weak days because as my days are man that that scripture guarantees me health and strength as my days are so shall my strength be and then these become your weapons because when the devil tries to attack you with sickness you say no as my days are so shall my strength be i'm strong body be strong your body responds to the word life responds to the word so enact your tongue today. Put it to good work. If you if you don't have anything coming out of your mouth, positive from the word, it's because you're not putting the word in. If you load yourself with the word of God, you can't help but speak. No one will have to tell you to speak. You'll wake up and speak because it's in there and it needs to come out. Well, God bless you. I love you. If this podcast has uh, been a blessing, I just ask that you share it on your Instagram, your social media, and tag us at Ryan Yusta underscore at Krista Yusta. We love you. We'll see you next time.